Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Kings of the South podcast, NFC South podcast. I'm your host, Corey. That's the other host. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Carolina Panther himself, the unofficial spokesman of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, TJ right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, What's going on with you, my guy? What's up, man? How's it going, man? I'm excited. I'm 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 bringing the energy today, hey. and I'm uh, I'm well more prepared for this one. Okay, I'm I'm good, man. You know, I'm ready too, man. I got my Matt Ryan, you know, what I'm saying shirt. You know, what I'm saying the greatest Falcon in you know in in Atlanta history. You know, what I'm saying argue with your mama. Don't argue with me. He you know he owed all the records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So uh, hey, you can have that. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> uh, this this episode is um is your brainchild, man. Uh, you know, uh, you hit me up and said, hey, man, we ought to do a, you know, an episode where we're grading the offseason so far for all four teams, man. And I think that's a, a brilliant idea. And, uh, yeah, yep. we're just going to get into it, man. Uh, who you want to start with? So let's get into this. Let's, 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 let's attack this from a broader perspective at first, and then we'll delve into each team individually. Okay. But uh, – I was watching another channel the other day, another YouTuber. He has around 10,000 subscribers, and he made a, a comment on his video about how he felt the Carolina Panthers have had the best offseason, even better than the Atlanta Falcons thus far. And when he said that, I was like, he's, he's got some valid points. He's got some valid points. And... Today, we're going to delve into this. We're going to debate, guys, because I feel just as strongly about it. The guy that I watch is a Panthers fan as well, and he's a diehard just like me, and I completely agree with him. I I love what Atlanta has done. What I think Atlanta, or I'm sorry, Carolina right now, as of today, I think Carolina has had the best offseason in the NFC South thus far. For me, the trade for the number one pick, I know we gave up DJ Moore and people might debate, eh, you know, a few weeks ago, they're like, oh, that's that's a bad trade. You give up your number one receiver. Well, since then, we have replaced him by committee. We've added DJ Chark. We've added Adam Thielen. We got Hayden Hurst in there. We got Miles Sanders. We have brought in weapons to replace DJ Moore's production but now we're doing it by committee. And I think, you know, come April 27th, that Thursday night when we announce the number one pick, and it's going to be, in my opinion, CJ Stroud. I think that will put the stamp on Carolina's offseason. And I think, in my opinion, it's up for debate, but I think Carolina's had the best offseason between all four teams. I'm gonna let you finish. Um, Are you done? Is he done? Is he done, guys? (laughs) Is he done? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's your floor. You can you can take the floor from here, but I will be chiming in afterwards. Okay. Now, let me say this. I'm I'm about to get on my Stephen A. Smith. Let me let me just say this. I gotta say, I think what the the Carolina Panthers have done has been exceptional this offseason. I like the moves. I like the trade to get the number one pick. All right. (laughs) 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 um, 
Y'all had a very, very strong offseason. I, I will I, I will contest that. Um, better than ours? It depends on who you ask. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and, and like boo, you know. Um it's all contingent on if DJ Shark can stay healthy. And as recent history has shown us, he cannot stay healthy. So um I don't know if this is a hot take. I think by week 10 he's gonna be hurt. You know, uh will, will it be long term? I don't I hope not. I hope he stays healthy so he can get that big contract, man. He he need brother man need to get paid. Uh, yeah, he's on the way. Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I like I like the moves y'all made. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna scoff at it. Um, is it keeping me up at night? Absolutely not. As as we talked about, uh, well, well, you know, more often than not, we talked about off camera. I fully expect the Atlanta Falcons to be in not just you know contending for the the NFC South crown. I'm expecting us to possibly win it that's what i'm expecting that's my ex- expectation we've been seven and ten with some of the worst rosters in football by far with the least cap space tj we were signing people who was grocers at, at at the walmart man who was asking people paper or plastic that's who we had man we were finding people off the street man <laughs> i was, i don't some of the people i never even heard of timmy horn what school did he go to do you know I don't know either, brother. <laughs> I don't know what position he plays. I don't know either. He was in our rotation. He was in our rotation. He was getting very good minutes. Uh, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like you guys had more of a uh, a launch pad on who to get, you know, because you already had some established players on your team. So you didn't have to – it's not so much of an uphill battle as my Atlanta Falcons because – the the cupboard was bare. It was bare. Uh, well, I, you know, it was bare. Um, so we we got a little more work to do, but I'm very, I'm very confident in this team. I know, like I saw, uh, PFF put the 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 wins uh over under for this year. They put the Saints at nine and a half. They gave us uh both our teams seven point five, which I think is ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> uh there's, there's no way we're we're winning. We're win- we won seven games with Marcus Mariota as our starting quarterback. You won seven games with PJ Walker, Sam Dar- Darnold, and uh, that's it. Baker Mayfield. Baker, uh, I forgot. Shaking bake, baby. Yeah. Come back player of the year. Come Shake back player of the year, baby. Yeah. So there's no way. I think both of us will be under. I think this year will be. I think this year the NFC South would be the 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 most close contested uh, division race. I know last year it was, but that was because everybody sucked. Uh, this year, yeah. I think everyone's everyone's getting better. Maybe not the Bucks, but I don't. Their the roster is already talented enough. Um, but, they already have a good nucleus. Yeah. Uh, but we're not even going to discuss them because uh, them and the Saints, I don't think, had the best offseason. <laughs> they're not the, for debate. They had solid offseasons. Uh, yeah. I like that. This, I like I like that the Saints brought in. Uh, maybe I like they brought in Derek Carr. I'm not, you know, the biggest Derek Carr fan, but he, I, 
I feel like he gets uh, unnecessarily criticized. People talk about him like he's not a uh, top 15 quarterback, and I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He's not top 15 in some eyes. Um, you know, I, I find it uh, funny that people well, I know could name 15 other quarterbacks, they take over him. <laughs> can, can I can I go in for a second? Can I yeah, go, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm tired of seeing people saying Brock Purdy is a top 10 quarterback. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing it. Brock Purdy is the third best quarterback on his roster. Yeah. He got below a below average arm strength. The thing that makes him decent is what he got between the ears. He can process. He's smart. He makes smart decisions with the football. Yep. But he don't have a better arm than Trey Lance or Sam Darnold. Uh, he, he's not a better athlete than Sam Darnold or Trey Lance. Yeah. Sam Darnold's uh, an underrated athlete. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, Sam Darnold probably going to be a starter this year. Um, but Trey Lance yeah. can get healthy. Yeah. But uh, enough of uh, the 49ers who everyone thinks is the gold standard of team building, um, but they got zero Super Bowls to show for it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I like what the Saints did. I really like that the Bucks, although they didn't make that many splashy moves, I like how they were in a position to lose a good, uh, a significant piece of their defense with uh, Levante David and, you know, your boy. Uh, Jamel Dean. Jamel Dean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. they were able to lock both of them up and keep them there. Um and also signed Greg Gaines, who I think is going to have a under the radar a great year this year. Um, yeah, Baker Mayfield. Like I said, comeback player of the year, man. You know, I know, <laughs> I know he did y'all greasy, but hey. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, it's not Baker's fault. It's Ben McAdoo. I told you from jump. I told you. Ben McAdoo stinks. But <laughs> I mean, Tampa Bay. If I was to grade them, I'd give it a, a C plus. I mean, they made some good moves. I'm just not that impressed. I'm not a huge fan of Baker. I never really was. I was open to the idea when he came to Carolina last year, just for competition purposes, because um, I knew we weren't going to be in a position to to make the playoffs and and all that. I mean, it was. It was a mirage for a lot of Panthers fans. We all knew it wasn't real. <laughs> yeah. um, but now that Tom Brady's gone, you know, I think the division's wide open. Um, I think they did a good job keeping some of their pieces. Uh, I didn't really – I mean, I know it was for cap pers- purposes, but trading away Shaq Mason at right guard, I think that's a detriment to their offensive line. It's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> it's a bold move, and I, <laughs> I find it hard to believe that they're going to be able to replace him – right away i mean he's a very good player he's he's still what 28 29 he's young something like that yeah um nfl guards last a long time so um but yeah i'd give the bucks a c plus i mean yeah kudos to you for keeping some of your key pieces on defense but overall you lost tom brady you got rid of shaq mason you cut leonard fournette i don't really see and then donovan smith is gone Right. So left tackle is wide open. 
I, I got some I got some uh some takes I'm about to fire off. They they might be controversial. All right. Hey, hit it. I think the the Bucks are better off with without all those players you just listed. Tom Brady has become a shell of himself. He's been dealing with off the field issues. Everyone knows that he's he could still play at a high level, but at this point, he's become a detriment to the team with not only his salary cap, but also his influence over the GM and the owner over who to pay, who to keep. Because you remember they got in the cap hell in the first place because Tom Brady went out there and said, "Hey, give all my guys a new contract." They gave Leonard Fournette a new contract. They gave Mike. Uh, no, they gave uh, Carlton Davis a new contract. They 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 re up Mike Evans. They they gave more money to to Chris Godwin. At what cost? Yeah. Oh. Also, Donovan Donovan Smith is probably the worst left tackle in all of football. Uh, <laughs> he will not be missed. <laughs> he will not be missed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, they, they can, yeah, and uh, playoff money. God bless him. I love him. Yeah. Uh, he was no longer the best back in Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, that's Rashad White. I said that last year. Yeah, and it doesn't give him enough playing time. I feel like Leonard Fournette was still getting touches because of Tom Brady. Yeah, but um, I would, I would, I would give the Saint, uh, not the Saints. Well. Uh, We'll get to them in a second. Uh, I would <laughs> I give the Bucks a B minus. Uh, I won't I won't go any higher than that because, like you, they didn't make any of the sexy splashy moves because uh, they were cap strong. But they, they also lost a lot of talent. That's why I give them a C plus. I regardless of how people feel about Tom, Tom's better than Baker. So <laughs> yes. I'm just yeah. I'm not even gonna argue that with you. Like that's not even a question. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not. Baker's gonna, not an upgrade over Tom Brady. So, um, but he is an upgrade so I, over Cal Trask. You said what? He is an upgrade over Cal Trask. I mean, who's not? <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, no, I mean, B minus, C plus. I, C plus is being generous to me. I just think the amount of talent that they lost with Fournette and Tom Brady and Shaq Mason, um, as of right now, Sean Murphy Bunting is still not back in Tampa. That's another corner. That oh, no, he, yeah, he's in, uh, he's in Tennessee now. That's right. He did sign with Tennessee. So, yeah, he's gone. He was a good corner. He was one of their trios. Yeah. Um, we don't know what what's going to happen with Shaq Barrett. Is he going to come back healthy and, and ready to play? Is he going to play up to the level he was playing at before he got injured? Um, we'll see. I just think this offense is going to struggle without Tom. Um, they do have good weapons. They probably have the best receiving core in the NFC South right now with Godwin and Mike Evans. Yeah, and Russell Gage. Uh, and Russell Gage. So um, we'll see. I just don't like Baker. Um, not a fan. <laughs> he, he's a little jaded, folks. I don't know if you picked up. A little jaded. You know, he played like <laughs> trash for us. And then he went to L.A. and, and played some decent football. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, C-plus for me, though. I'm sticking to it. All right. You know, I'm not going to sway you, brother. You know, <laughs> uh, let's get to another division rival, man. Uh, let's go uh, – no, no, screw that. Let's go. Let's go, my Falcons, man. Hey, I tell you what, I'm going to give us a B plus. It sounds controversial. I'm going to give us a B plus. Uh, we picked up a, a. Uh, no, I'm not going to go A because we didn't sign an edge yet. So, 
you haven't fulfilled your your needs. Yeah, I mean, we fulfilled them so that we can go best player available, and that's in the draft, and that's probably if if we don't sign an edge by April, say tenth, something like that, we're drafting the edge at eight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I still think you might. I think you might double dip. I think so too. Um, I just think I, I I love the moves we made. I love the Jesse Bay signing, of course. I love the David Ayumada signing. I love the Caden Ellis signing. That's going to be an under radar. I also love the extension of uh, Chris Lindstrom. I love re-signing Caleb McGarry. Keep continuity on that offensive line. Mm-hmm. I love uh, the uh, the Johnny Smith trade. I like yeah. I like the Matt Collins signing. I like that. I really do. I like it a lot. I know, you know what I'm saying? You scoffed at it when I first, you know, I was like, oh, Matt Collins, baby. You're like, eh. DJ eh. Chark's better, but yeah. I, I disagree. I disagree. We'll see. I we'll see. Ain't we'll nothing see to see, brother. Ain't nothing to see. Matt Collins has played every game last year. He was also playing with Devontae. That don't mean nothing. He was putting up numbers in Philly, too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. We'll see, brother. You know what I'm saying? We'll and, see. Uh, and uh, I really like – well, I don't like it. I, I'm okay with the Mike Hughes signing. I'm okay with it. Uh, I don't like giving $3.5 million to, an ed, uh, to a, a nickel corner. But also – Nickel corner is very important in today's NFL because you play 75% of your snaps in the nickel. So you need yep. to get somebody who's competent and knows what to do and how to play against the shiftier receivers in the NFL. Cause nowadays everyone is lining their number one up at the slot so they can get a, a, a better matchup. So I, I, I taught myself back into it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, but yeah, I'll just, I'll just call our uh, offseason really, really solid. I won't call it spectacular yet because we don't have an edge. And maybe after the draft, I will go up and say, you know, yeah, this is a home run. But mm-hmm. as of right now, I, I just give it a B plus. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with your grade. Um, I, I would give him a B plus as well. I think Jesse Bates is a great addition. Um he was probably arguably the best free agent on the market, um, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great signing for you guys. It makes your defense way better. Um, Anyamata is a solid player to add to the defensive line. Um, Caden Ellis, I do think, is going to be an under-the-radar signing. Johnu Smith trade for a seventh-round pick. That's a steal. Mm-hmm. And he renegotiated his contract with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um Chris Lindstrom getting signed to an extension. Caleb McGarry getting signed was shocking to me. I thought once he hit the market, I thought someone was going to overpay for him. Mm-hmm. And you guys actually gained him back for cheaper than what he probably was worth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe, I believe he's a great addition back to your off the line. I think you guys, if you would have lost him, you probably would have went tackle first round. Absolutely. Um, just because the offensive line position is so important especially with what you guys like to do, running the ball. Yeah. Um, And then you guys, you're sitting at number eight right now. Um, There's room for you guys to trade up if you want to, to get a guy like a Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. Um, 
So there's there's so many possibilities. You could go Bijan. Who knows? Let's go, um, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I, I'll, I'll give it a B plus. I do think you guys have had a very good off season uh, thus far. I think there's room for improvement. I'm I'm hoping, and obviously I'm not a Falcons fan, but just from a football perspective, I think it's I'm hoping you guys go sign an edge, whether it's Leonard Floyd or Ngakwe, who I can't believe is still out there. Um, There's got to be something going on. Something's going on with that because he's one of the – he's probably the best pass rusher on the market right now. Yeah. Hasn't been signed. And I feel like he's probably holding firm to what he's asking for. He's not deviating. He said, no, my price is my price. Right. And, I mean – I would like to see you guys fill that hole before the draft so you can go BPA. Um, I just – I don't know. We'll see. Um, I do think you guys are going to continue to build the defense, though. I think you're going to kind of replicate what Carolina's done the last three to four years and just, you know, getting defensive studs that can really help you stay in games, be competitive, and and really help push the balance of power in the NFC South. Yeah, I would so, agree. I feel like this year's uh, NFC South race is going to be a dogfight. Oh yeah, it's going to be gritty. Um, I, I I have some some comments on that at the end. Um, once we wrap this up, but yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. And yeah, so B plus for me for the Falcons. I uh, I would have gave them an A if they would have got um an edge rusher by now. Um but they didn't at least trade for one, I thought. But that still hasn't happened. It, it, it can still happen, man. I, you yeah. know, Terry likes to let the market play out. So, you know, these players will realize, like, hey, what you're asking for, you're not going to get. This is right. as good as an offer as you're going to get. Now, if we manage to land Calais Campbell, oh, yeah, this is an A+. plus. Yeah, I heard he's supposed to visit you guys this week. Uh, he, he already did. Uh, okay. He did. He visited uh, the Jaguars too last year, uh, last week, and I think this week he's supposed to visit the Jets and uh, some other bum team. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm only calling them bums because they're not my Falcons. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, <laughs> I think the Bills. Someone in our in our, our uh, subscribers. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know. You know, if, if you want to you know, listen to the Aaron Rodgers saga, you know, tune into the Pat McAfee show every Wednesday. And, you know, yeah. he'll, he'll talk about how he was in the darkness retreat and he ate a bologna sandwich and, <laughs> and you know, deprivation chamber and all that. So, yeah. It, yeah. Good. Good luck, New York. Yeah. Good luck. That's a lot of drama to deal with. Yeah. And for one Super Bowl. But, hey, you know, we don't have one. So I guess, you know, maybe, you know. Uh, anyway, screw it, screw the Jets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Saints, let's get Saints. I feel like people has been very harsh on their offseason so far. I'll give them a B, just a, a flat B as well. Uh, I, I really like my favorite signing by them has to be Jamal Williams, just based off of everything he's going to bring to that team, he's going to bring it a sense of uh, urgency. He's going to bring energy. Uh, he's going to bring a sense of passion and New Orleans that fans is going to resonate with and that, t- to be honest, they haven't had in a long time. Mm-hmm. They, haven't, 
they haven't had a player, you know, who's willing to lay it all on the line on that team in, in a good little minute. I know all football players are going to say, oh, I, I risk my body. I do all this and do that for the love of the game. But Jamal Williams walks it like he talks it. Like he's mm-hmm. he's going to give it – he's going to give you everything he got. And I know a lot of people are trying to say, oh, yeah, he scored 17 touchdowns, but they were all from the one-yard line. Not all of them. Not all of them went for the one. No. He's a he's a he's a good he's a very good back, really good back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say I, I do understand why people are being hard on them. They did lose uh, how many starters? <laughs> they lost Shot Tuttle. They lost David Ayumata. They lost Caden Ellis, who was technically a reserve, but towards the end of the year he was starting. Um, who who else did they lose? Um, um, Marcus Davenport. Marcus Davenport, that's the one I was thinking of. I couldn't, I knew it was a defensive end. Yeah. So they, they lost four. Uh, they also lost Sean Payton. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they lost him a year ago, but still they had to trade him away because he didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And they also still have uh, Dennis Allen as their head coach. So that's a loss in itself. I, I like him as a defensive coordinator, but yeah. The, him and the, the, the Dennis Allen. Pete Carmichael combination, it, it don't move me. It don't yeah. move me at all. It, I'm not worried about that offense. I'm very worried about that defense. But also, we prove we can move the ball against that defense. Uh, it's just – They're long in the tooth. There's a lot of positions on that team that are older players that, you know, aren't as good as they used to be. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like they're going to get a, a real good injection of youth on both sides of the football from the draft. And like mm-hmm. I said, if they manage to, if they manage to to steal a Zay Flowers, if he's still on the board, I'm not going to be a happy camper. It's going to be, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be very difficult to defend them. It's, oh yeah, for sure. Um, be tough. Yeah. I feel like their offensive line um, could use work, but as you mentioned, they spent a lot of resources on their offensive line. So I think, you know, they had that point, like that meme, you got to see it through, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> you got to see it through. They're kind of cap-strapped. I mean, they've they've made moves and they've created room. They kick the can every year. We've already said that. Mm-hmm. Um they, they have the talent on the offensive line. Um it's just a matter of putting it all together. Um, for me, I've been going back and forth on this. I'm going to get them a B minus. I was going to do a B, but I, the more I think about it, they lost a lot of, of talent. We don't know what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara. I'm factoring that into my decision. Um, only because with his legal trouble, he potentially could be sitting out six games. Yeah, at the minimum. Yeah, and uh, for me, that's factoring into my grade because he's a huge part of that offense. And, you know, him getting himself into trouble and doing stupid stuff outside of football just really is hurting the team, and it's hurting his career. Yeah. Uh, Especially because he's what twenty eight now. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's getting out of running back. Yeah, he's getting up there in running back years. Um, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Um, um, 
And for me too, uh, one thing I, I, so that's, that's the negative for me. That's why they're getting a minus for me. The Alvin Kamara thing, I don't really feel like they really added to the defense really. I mean, losing Davenport, whether people want to admit it or not is somewhat of a loss. I mean, he's young. He's, he's a very talented edge rusher, edge rusher. Demario mm-hmm. uh, Davis is going to be older by week one and, and Cam Jordan. This um, is ball out there. Yeah. They got They'll a, still ball out, but I just found the youth, man. <laughs> they, yeah, but eventually your time is going to run out, just like we always say about Tom Brady, right? Yeah, all the time. Well, all the time always wins, no matter what. Hey, he was whooping him for a good little minute, man. He was. That's that's the goat, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, I, like I said, I'm factoring the Camara into my the Camara situation is factored into my grade. Um, Derek Carr. Great addition for them, considering what they had. Mm. They had James Winston. <laughs> they still hey, have James hey, Winston. My boy. Hey, eat a W, my boy. Eat, eat, eat a w, w, eat a W, you know. Eat a dub. They re-signed and renegotiated Michael Thomas's contract to a one-year deal. That's a good move. He can become a free agent after this year. Um, Jamal Williams signing, great addition, cheap deal. Um, and they signed him for three years. So mm-hmm. that's your insurance policy for Alvin Kamara. They yeah. also re-signed Juwan Johnson. I think that's an under-the-radar signing. I like Juwan Johnson. I think he's a playmaker at tight end. Yeah. Um, so overall, for me, a B minus. I gave the Bucks a C plus. I can't give the the Saints a B just because of the Kamara situation. Now, if I take that out of it, I would give them a B grade. Um, because overall the Derek Carr signing, um, Jamal Williams, Juwan Johnson, those um those players being put on that roster are good moves. Um, hopefully Michael Thomas can be healthy this year and and have a good season for his sake. Um, uh, I think this might be his last opportunity to kind of set set his uh career back on the on the right path. Um but yeah, B minus for me for for the Saints. Yeah. Uh yeah, your your concerns are real. Um I don't see a, a way that Kamara does not get suspended after seeing the video. Uh yeah. I will say this, we don't know what transpired leading up to that video. That's that's always a, you know, the the thing people need to take into account. We don't know what this man said or done to him to make him react in that manner. So I feel like until everything is, you know, out, we should just just be mindful of that. But also, you are the face of a franchise. You are an ambassador of the NFL. You can't behave in that manner. You can't lose your cool. You're a professional athlete. You can't go around doing what you did to that that guy. Yeah. Uh you know, especially, you know, the only thing open that late are, you know, something blank and uh, jail. So uh, he found that out. Uh, I hope he learned from this. I hope this is, you know, just a blimp in his otherwise unblemished career because he, he has never really gotten in trouble. And, you know, since he's been in the league, he's, he's been a model citizen. Uh, I'm not going to hold it against him. Uh, he he still is a dynamic playmaker, you know, on the field, and I, I'm not going to think any less of him, you know, for his conduct off the field. 
I think this is just a one-time thing, but he also needs to be held accountable for his actions. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I I really like Alvin Kamara. Hopefully he gets his legal situation handled and, you know, we'll see what kind of suspension he gets and kind of go from there. But I think overall it, it's it, it's going to hurt the team because he arguably is the best player on that team. Um, yeah, but to be fair, they weren't using them properly last year anyway. I mean, it was just, you know, hey, uh, first and 10, we're going to run Kamara up uh, the gut for two yards. Uh, and then the second play, we're going to give it to him again up the gut for one yard. Well, was that a reflection of the quarterback, though? No, I'm I think in the play calling, I'm just saying from the, the standpoint that, you know, your quarterback position was not that strong. I think Derek Carr is an upgrade over Jameis Winston um, and Andy Dalton. Um but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not in that locker room or in that front office, so I don't know if that was a factor into their decision-making on how they used him. Oh, I'll be curious to see what they do this year with Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams has the ability to be a threat in the passing game. Um, not to the same level as Kamara, but, you know, but he can he can, he can fill in. Yeah, I mean, people got to remember, like before he played in Detroit, he was in Green Bay catching. He was their prime. He was their uh, third down back primarily. He was catching balls out the backfield. Aaron Rodgers was looking to him. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, if everything goes fine for them, I, they should be in decent shape. Um, last team, man, your Carolina Panthers. And well, before I let you loose, I'm gonna give my grade. Go ahead. I wanted to give you a B plus, but I'm also taking into account your off-season acquisitions of your coaching staff. So for that, I'm gonna give you a. Um, David Tepper said, "You know what? I'm sick of being cheap and hiring yeah. these, you know, has-beens who who've done certain things in the NFL, but not, you know, not really. I'm tired of." Giving you know college wonder boys you know jobs, uh, you know. And he said, "I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is, and I'm gonna assemble the Avengers of of a coaching staff." You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, you got Frank Reich, you got Thomas Brown, you got uh, uh, Ajara Evero, you know, you got uh, Josh McCown as your quarterback coach, like. <laughs> You know, uh, you hire some people in the front office, you know, former player, Adrian Wilson, you know. uh, So, yeah, I I, I can't hate on your offseason. Y'all had an outstanding offseason, probably the best best offseason you guys have ever had, Mm -hmm. ever, including drafting Cam Newton. This is is way better. Um, You, you, uh, yeah, like you said, you traded DJ Moore, but you went ahead and if you can't get one DJ Moore, we can get two players that can uh, simulate the type of production that he had, and that's what you did. Um, is there still holes on the team? Absolutely, but oh yeah, you put yourself in a position to uh, go BPA in the draft. Like you could use another edge, but hey, there's going to be edges to be had in the third, fourth, fifth round. So. Um, yeah, I think y'all are in good shape, man. Um, yeah. I will say 
you know, just, you know, my, you know, just my, my feelings on it. Hayden Hurst, he can be hit or miss. Yeah. He, he, you know, he can be, you know, like, wow, this is a, you know, a top 10 uh, tight end. And then you like, man, how – this man then fumbled three times in a row. Like, what is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you run that risk. But, you know, I, I know a lot of people were, like, really upset with uh, not retaining Steve Wilkes. But, as always, it turns out that these front office guys and these owners are smarter than us. So, <laughs> it's working out quite quite fine for the Atlanta uh, – not, oh, God – for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey brother. Oh, buddy. Hey. hey. <laughs> Floor is yours, my friend. Floor is yours. So, I'm surprised. I did not expect you to give us an A. I mean, I'm uh, not going to hate, man. I'm not blind, brother. You know what I'm saying? Hey, well, Maybe there's, there's fans out there who are Carolina fans that are blind. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got to remember, some fans are stupid, man. So, not our fans, though. Our fans are smart because they're watching, you know, <laughs> the, you know the Kings of the South podcast. Well, those circles are not so bright. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I'm giving them an A as well. Um, I'm not going to go A+. plus. I feel like that's a, a ridiculous uh, overreaction as a Panthers fan. Um, we haven't. We haven't finished building yet. We haven't we haven't uh, let Scott and and Frank and David Tepper. We haven't let them finish cooking yet. Um, I give them an A grade. I know we gave away DJ Moore to move up to number one, but I'll tell you what, and I'm gonna stand on this. I think it was worth it. There is no price too big None. to go get the quarterback. None. We need a franchise quarterback. We have not had one since Cam Newton. Since Cameron Everett, I don't know if that's his middle name. I just made it up. Cameron Jarrell Newton. Jarrell, my boy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for me, it's an A grade. Uh, I love that you brought up the fact about the coaching hires. I think we have the best coaching staff top to bottom in the NFC South. On paper. On paper. Let's, let's throw that out of there. On paper. We don't know how they're going to perform yet. On paper. I would agree with that. Our staff has a combined 10 Super Bowls. Hey, that don't mean nothing to me. It means everything to me. <laughs> Experience and leadership. I've been there, done that. That's what it tells me. Um, but overall, also, too, something that nobody – that you didn't bring up and some fans aren't talking about is how great Scott – and this front office have orchestrated and and revitalized our cap, our salary cap. We're we have as much cap as you guys right now, and we're not done. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've been tied to Leonard Floyd. We've been tied to Ngakwe. Uh, you know, there's guys out there like Rocky Sin at corner. We could we could use another corner. Um, I really am impressed with the way we've finagled the cap. Yes, we've kicked the can, but we had over 120 million for next season's uh, salary cap next off season. Now we're down to like around 90 um, with all the signings we've made and, and, and the adjustments to contracts. 
Um, I'm excited for the future. I think everything they've done this offseason, I said to you earlier, this is the best offseason I've ever seen as a Panthers fan. Ever. Yeah. yeah. It is it's giving people hope and hope yes. in Carolina as we both so live in Carolina. We both live in North so Carolina, so we know. I because I mean, and I don't mean to cut you off, but the last five years exactly been divorced. I've never had any hope, <laughs> and now finally, mm-hmm. as a Panthers fan, this is the most excited I've been. I talked to one of my buddies uh, the other day at work, and he said he actually wants to go to a game this year, mm-hmm. and he hasn't been to a game in a couple years. Uh, this, this ain't the buddy who said that Elijah Vera Tucker is better than Chris. No, Lee. no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, no, no, we're not talking about that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, honestly, it's the best offseason I've ever seen as a Panthers fan. I mean, top to bottom, between the free agent signings, the the trade up to number one, the coaching staff that we put together, this is all set up to put that number one pick on the roster week one and compete for the NFC South. I'm not talking Super Bowl. I'm not getting crazy. I'm saying this year, Carolina can be a competitive contender for the NFC South title, hands down. The only thing that's going to hold us back is if we don't put it all together. Yeah. The pieces are there. The pieces are there. I don't want to hear any excuses from fans saying, oh, well, we don't have a receiver. You have Adam Thielen. I know people don't want to talk about it because he's, he's 32, but he had a great year last year. Not not elite, but he's been very consistent for the last five years. Even last year, which was a down year, he still had over 700 yards receiving. Mm. I'm looking at DJ Chark's stats right now. DJ Chark in Detroit last year had 30 catches for 502 yards and three touchdowns playing with Jared Goff. Okay. Now, yeah, they had St. Brown. They had um, Jamison Williams, but Jamison Williams didn't show up until the end of the season. DJ Chark is talented enough to be a valuable asset to that receiving core. Terrace Marshall finished good. He finished strong at the end of last year. LaVisca Chenault showed that he can make big plays when he needs to. Did he do it consistently? No, but that's the aspect of this where Adam Thielen coming in, Adam Thielen brings that leadership to the locker room, to that receiving core. I love the Miles Sanders signing. I was shocked when it happened. Everything's there. If we can just put that quarterback in there and Start him week one with this staff. I think we can and you know when we make that pick April 27th, that's when your window starts for you to get a Lombardi. You have five years yeah. with, with that quarterback. With that rookie contract. Yeah. It's it People underestimate how valuable it is to have a quarterback on a rookie deal. It's very important. And I I love everything we've done, the coaching staff, the finagling of the cap space. We have over $26 million in cap right now. We're not done, guys. So, you know, hold on to your hats because it's it's still 
a ride that we're on and we have all the way until April 27th and oh. Carolina could still sign two more players before then yeah. for positions. Yeah. I, I also say it's, it won't even be over then because you, you got to remember in training camp, there's going to be a lot of veterans that get cut. So there's going to be a lot of uh, key contributors who can be picked up for affordable deals. Like last year, Lyle Collins got cut. Yep. Uh, now, did it work out in Cincinnati? Yes and no. I don't think he was terrible in Cincinnati. I, I don't know why that, that narrative exists. They were like, oh, you know, he hasn't been good. And, oh, we signed Orlando Brown. We're going to move Jonah Williams to the right side. No, Leo Collins was a good right tackle. Was he the best? Absolutely not. But he wasn't a detriment. But I say that to say there's still going to be some movement. It may slow down now in free agency. Yeah. Uh, but – between now and the draft and even after the draft, once uh, training camp hits, there can still be a lot of turnover, man. Like like you said, your team has a lot of cap. It's going to have a lot of cap next year. Uh, there's not a lot of players on the contract for both of our teams. So mm-hmm. uh, for both teams, uh, I feel um, if you want to claim the NFC South, now's the time. Yep. You need to do it now. And – while I respect the fact that my Falcons are going to give Desmond Ritter uh, a chance to see what he can do, part of me also, you know, wants to because you know it's an arms race right now, and right now you guys got the lead. So I know what's coming. A lot of fans don't; they want to deny it. They don't want. They don't. They like they got the blinders on. Like, oh, Carolina is still. It's just Carolina. No, I know what's coming. I know. Yeah. I've seen the pieces being assembled. I know what that defense can be when at their best. And now they got arguably one of the best defensive minds in the fo- in football right now. So I know what's coming. We need to step it up before, you know, we need to get with it or, or, or before we get lost. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, so. I agree. I, I really think you have to be aggressive you you need to go get your guy and if you guys are unsure about Desmond Ritter you know trade up go get an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis no Levis no Levis we're not doing that that's a that's a that's a a swear word here we're not doing that I mean even Lamar though like you know we've talked about that too uh, and we're not going to get into that, but I'm just saying, no, you know, no, if you're no. unsure about Desmond Ritter, go get your guy, whoever that is. Yeah. Um, Carolina did that. We moved all the way up from nine to one, and that, and we kept the 39th pick, which I didn't even bring that up earlier. Yeah. But now we're in a position at pick 39 in the second round where Carolina can go BPA. We can take a receiver. We can take a tight end. We can take an edge rusher. We can take a corner. You know, we can go best player available in the second round because of the fact that we've signed DJ Chark, Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, Hayden Hurst. We've brought Shy in Bell, mm-hmm. Shy Tuttle. Yeah. Um, and we're not done. We need linebackers as well. That's something people aren't talking about. We need linebacker help. Yeah. I've seen Bobby Wagner sign with uh, Seattle, so he's off. Yeah. yeah. But he was also wanting a lot of money, and he's older. He only um, got seven million. He only got seven million. Y'all, y'all could have gave him that. Yeah, you know, but uh, I think we need a long-term answer at linebacker as well. That's my main concern about it. Uh, I love Frankie Louvu and Shaq Thompson, 
But you know, you need more than just those guys. You need a linebacker who can cover. I like Sha- I like Shaq Thompson, but Frankie Louvu and covers. Frankie Louvu and covers is not a not a good place to be. <laughs> um but one more thing on the the, the Ritter subject before we uh, wrap up. Uh like you said, if you're not sure about your guy, go get him. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I think they are sure about him. I think they're like, we feel comfortable enough to give him one more year. Uh, and I I don't know. I think it's the fan in me that's being anxious. I like I don't like not the knowing. unknown. Yeah, I I hate the unknown. I want to know what it is. I want to know. Like, yep. like when my wife said, Oh, hey, I got you something, uh, or say, Hey, we need to talk. Uh, we need to talk later. No, we're not talking later. We're gonna talk now because I need to know. I need to know. So I think I think it's a it's a little bit of that, man. You know, uh, I feel like Desmond Ritter has all the tools to succeed. He he's a a big tall quarterback. He's mobile. He got good size to him. He got a, a better than average arm. Uh, his mental processing is uh, uh, upper echelon. Uh, he he can he he knows where he's going with the ball in the pre uh, in his pre snap read. He knows he knows what coverage it is. He. He's unflappable. As long as he get his nerves down in the beginning, he get the jitters out. If Arthur Smith can can you know bring him a sense of calm with his play calling, I feel like the offense can take off. My Atlanta Falcons is going to go as far as Desmond Ritter will take us, essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's what the Saints do. Honestly, I was that's what the whole NFC side. We're only we're going to go as far as our quarterbacks take us this year. Yeah, and right now the Saints have the best quarterback in the division, yeah. arguably. Yeah. Until until April twenty seventh. Oh, oh, talk, you talking? You, you popping? You popping your your your, your stuff right now? Yeah, <laughs> popping my stuff right now. You know, <laughs> tipping my cap. Hey, my I, cap. Hey, my, I hear you, man. My friends. You know what I'm saying? You the bell of the ball right now, so you you get. We are, man. This is the most we've been talked about in in years. And it's it's nice. It's refreshing. Yeah, we're all over ESPN first take and all that, and NFL Network, and all over all these mock drafts because we have the number one pick, and you know that's great. Yeah. But the question is going to be, who do we take, and is that the person that turns out to be our next franchise quarterback? Yeah, you yeah. can't miss on this because if you mess this up, your career is over. Yeah, well. Frank- Scott Fitterer, don't don't mess this up. Well, if if it's Frank's decision, it's going to be C.J. Stroud. If it's Bryce, our knowledge from everything yeah. I've heard, yes, all the insiders I've I've read about and and heard heard from, you know, they're saying C.J. Stroud's the guy for Frank Reich. But for David Tepper and and yeah. Nicole Tepper, it's Bryce Young. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing, like. You know, I, I'm not even going to go by, like, the insider. I'm just going off of what I saw. If you watch both pro days. Oh, yeah. I mean, get get you somebody who looks at you the way Frank Wright looks at C.J. Stroud. I mean, he just – he was – he was a – Yeah. Yeah. You know, he but, was enamored with, with, with C.J. And then I don't know if you heard what Josh McCown said. He yeah. was recording, hey. talking about, well, when you live in Charlotte, we can play some basketball together. Hey. Hey, CJ Stroud got a house on, you know, he got he got a property, uh, you know, right now. He is it, in uh, it's off the market, man. He he's closing yeah. on it. It's coming. Uh yeah. but I will say 
David Tepper's wife loves her some Bryce Young. She was hugging all over him. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that. But she loves her some uh, Bryce I, Young. Now, I could be wrong, but I didn't see any footage of her hugging, hugging anybody. No, no. I feel like, like we talked about, I feel like Young is the Tepper's guy and Stroud is Frank Wright's guy. And it's going to be a power struggle on who are they going to go with. Um, I think I think Scott Fitterer is going to be the tiebreaker. Nah, I think you know is because <laughs> Scott Fitterer also was the one who convinced uh, Tepper to trade for Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, and neither of those have worked out. Was uh, it him though? It had to be him, man. It had Matt to Rule. Be. You keep on forgetting Matt Rule had way more power than you want to admit. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, exactly. That's exactly my point. Tepper has been doing it everybody else's way instead of his way. And he's like, I know what I'm doing. I made, you know, buku billions of dollars doing it my way. So this is what I'm going to do. It's going to work. And, you know, can you blame him at that point? Can you, could you really blame him? I mean, I've already told you. I, if we take Bryce, I'm not going to be upset. Yeah, either way. I love I love Bryce Young. I, I think he's great. I think he's just as good as C.J. Stroud. It's just mm-hmm. what's your cup of tea? Yeah. Do you want a 6'3 quarterback or a 5'10 quarterback? That's really what it comes down to for me. I don't give a crap what other people have to say about it. I think both quarterbacks are great. I I think both of them are going to be franchise game-changing quarterbacks. I don't even know what we why we're discussing this for because everyone knows Bryce Young is going 19 to the Bucks. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen our mock draft, yeah, it's <laughs> going, going 19 to the book. Goodness gracious, yeah. Uh, we're gonna, guys, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, I, I believe the floor is yours, brother. I believe you said you got something else you want to, you know, lay into about a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You got some, it like you got some frustration on your heart there, brother. You need to let out, you know what I'm saying? You know, I just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to be. You know, hostile to other fan nah, base. Nah, be hostile, brother. Go, go, go. But you energy. You, you know, I'm the ultimate rah rah guy. I li- I like the smoke. I need all of it. Let's go. I get tired of hearing about the Saints all the time, uh-huh. right? I, I I kept on hearing Atlanta has all this cap space and this and that, and Atlanta's done great. Mm-hmm. But people keep on sleeping on Carolina, man, and I keep on telling people we already had the pieces in place. We just need a quarterback. And we need a coaching staff that's competent and can coach football the way it needs to be coached in the NFL. Look at you, Matt Rule. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think we have that. Whether it's Stroud or whether it's Bryce, I don't care. I'll take either one. I think they're both great. And and we're gonna we're gonna show out. I'm I'm tired of people criticizing and being negative and, and saying this and that about Carolina's moves. Guys, get over the fact that DJ Moore is gone. It is what it is. It is what it is. Move on. <laughs> you know. You you there's no price too tall to go get your franchise quarterback. Yeah. And I keep on saying that. I'm gonna keep on saying it until draft day. Well, We're gonna look back on this trade. And even if hypothetically the trade bites us in the butt, it is what it is, man. It's worth the shot. That risk. It's worth the shot. Gotta take that risk. And also, I don't know why people think, you know, like, DJ – I like DJ more. I don't know why people are acting like he was untouchable. Tyreek Hill got traded in, in his prime 
Devontae Adams got traded in his prime. Like Julio Jones got traded. Like Odell Beckham. Odell, these are these are some of the all-time greats. And you think they're not gonna trade up to number one because DJ Moore is in the deal? Are you kidding me, guys? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And I get it. I'm just like you. I don't like the unknown. I get it. I hate yeah. not knowing how something is going to play out. That's my personality. I need to. I need to. I, I need all the steps before I make a decision. I need to know all the possible outcomes. Yep. But that's not how it works in the NFL, guys. Yeah. You're not going to know even even after the draft. You know, even these offseason grades. I, it's probably premature to give the grades. We're just giving our opinions on it right now. It's yeah. it's too early to tell, you know. It, hell, uh, great games can be defensive player of the year. Who knows? <laughs> Baker Mayfield, well, he will be the comeback player of the year. You can book that in my Stephen Here A. Voice. You can book <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all I got, man. I just I just wanted to clear the air because I'm tired of hearing about Saints and Falcons and 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 we ain't getting the respect we deserve. And then you got some Panthers fans who are being negative Nancys and complaining and, and saying we gave up too much and this and that. And let's just live in the moment, man. Let's be happy that we're 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 active, we're we're relevant, we're being talked about across every network. Like you can't be mad when you don't make a move, but then when you do make a move and you give up someone you like. Well, oh, well, that was stupid. Y'all complained for the last five years about us not being active and making moves and trying to get our franchise quarterback. Well, now we are. Yeah. And let's do it. Let's enjoy it. Let's have fun with it. Yeah. No, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but no one is off limits when it yeah. comes to trading for a quarterback. You trade away Christian McCaffrey. No, no one is off limits. Like my favorite in the last handful of drafts. <laughs> One of my favorite Panthers of all time, Chris McCaffrey. I love McCaffrey. I, I guarantee you right now, if the Chargers were to propose a trade for uh, you know, Justin Herbert to be traded, like teams will come off their star player. They'd be like, Oh yeah, we'll give you Miles Garrett. Oh yeah, we'll give you Aaron Donald. Who else you want? Yeah, we'll we'll you want give Kyle you Pitts. Here you go. Yeah, we'll give you Kyle Pitts. Yeah, we'll give you that. So <laughs> calm down. You're gonna get a quarterback. Celebrate. You know, uh, the only way you'd be mad if it's if it's Will Levis, uh, but we'll 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 table that conversation for another another yeah, episode. Another episode down the road that we'll probably <laughs> never make this podcast. <laughs> oh, it'll make the podcast. We're we're, we're, we're yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make sure of that. Um, yeah. yeah, you got anything else to tell people before we get up out of here, man? Hey, man, just uh, like we've been saying, uh, please like and subscribe. Um, it helps the algorithm. It helps us. And it it just makes us feel good, man, to to know that people are watching our videos and, and supporting us. So that's all I want. Just like and subscribe. You don't have to watch the whole podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify or Apple. Yeah, or wherever you get your podcast from. We're on, you get we're your on, podcast from. We're on Google. We're on Amazon. We're on everywhere, man. We yeah. everywhere. We everywhere. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, just and and go to our social medias. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. Um, so just you know, all the support and love that we can receive from everyone is greatly appreciated. And we're just trying to grow this, and we enjoy doing this for fun. And we just want to keep on investing our our spare time into it to 
to collaborate and, and talk about the thing we're most passionate about. So oh yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. I'm just gonna reiterate we, we appreciate y'all for you know rocking with us, man. You know, keep boosting them views up, keep boosting them likes and subscribes and Tell your people, tell your uncle, tell your uncle, tell your cousin, tell your, your, your baby mama, tell your side chick, side dude, tell everybody. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know, we, we, we really want to get this thing out there. We really want to uh, see how far we can take this, man. You know, this has been a dream of ours for a long time, and uh, we want y'all to be along for the ride, man. Um, uh, you know, as always, I'm your boy, Corey. That's TJ, man, and uh, we'll see you next time, man. Peace. Peace.